1: Outbreak.
2: How an inflatable Christmas tree costume spread the COVID-19 virus to 44 people.
1: And... and supermarket
2: invasion by anti-maskers. You
1: guys are all gonna get sick. And the teacher who became a viral sensation for teaching her students the value of hugging. The latest victim of COVID-19. Then, the Trump tape blowback. Thomas. I need 11,000 votes. Give
2: me a break. If I hadn't heard that tape with my own ears, I couldn't believe that a person in the United States would be doing that.
1: And Melania secretly recorded again. Black I care? I don't. And identity revealed. Any regrets? Where we found the woman who falsely accused a black teenager of stealing her phone.
3: And does she have a history of confrontations at hotels?
1: Plus, Charlie's Angels mystery. Is actress Tanya Roberts- Dead or alive. Now you're telling
2: me that, that she's alive?
1: And.
4: Oh my God! Oh my God!
1: Downtown chaos as two knuckleheads leap off oh a hotel God. roof. They're gone! Oh my God! Plus, the steamiest bachelor shower scene ever. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
5: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The first week of the new year begins with new fears about the spread of coronavirus. The holidays have seen post-pandemic record numbers of people traveling. And what was meant to be a sweet way to boost spirits during Christmas has turned out to be a super-spreader event at a California hospital. As Jim Murray reports, an inflatable Christmas tree costume is believed to have led to the death of one person and at least 43 infections.
2: An inflatable Christmas costume is being blamed for a fatal outbreak of COVID. A staff member at the Kaiser Permanente Medical Center in San Jose, California, wore the inflatable Christmas tree in the ER on Christmas Day to cheer up colleagues and patients. But just days later, the virus spread through the hospital, afflicting 43 people and killing an ER clerk. A hospital spokesman calls it a highly unusual situation involving a well-intentioned staff member acting on their own without advance notice or approval. Authorities believe a fan inside the costume that keeps it inflated sprayed the virus all over the emergency room. Dr. Ashish Jha is dean of Brown University School of Public Health.
0: Basically, this costume became a kind of a super spreading costume to spread the virus around in, in a large area.
2: Across America today, the first frontline medical personnel to be vaccinated on December 14th were given their second Pfizer shots, including nurse Sandra Lindsay
5: having the second dose makes
6: us feel a little safer but not totally out of the woods.
2: But the slow pace of the rollout is threatening to turn into a major scandal with 4.2 million people getting shots instead of the expected 20 million. Hospitals are also facing a shortage of vaccines. In Florida, seniors waited in line for hours at drive-through vaccination centers and many were turned away. Hundreds gathered at this hospital in San Antonio, Texas, after a rumor spread that vaccinations were about to begin. With the vaccine in short supply, the chief of Operation Warp Speed is suggesting cutting the dose in half. GIVING HALF THE DOSE TO PEOPLE BETWEEN THE AGE OF 18 AND 55, TWO DOSES, HALF THE DOSE, WHICH MEANS EXACTLY ACHIEVING THE OBJECTIVE OF IMMUNIZING Double the number of people with the doses we have. Dr. Ja agrees. Most
0: people in their sixties, for instance, are not gonna get vaccinated until March or maybe April. That's quite a long time for asking high-risk people to wait.
2: Despite the shortage of vaccines, relatives of people who work at this hospital in Culver City were able to jump the lines and receive shots that were intended only for frontline workers. The hospital says it had vaccines that were set to expire and reached out to family members so they wouldn't go to waste. Meanwhile, there are fears that New Year's celebrations will trigger yet another surge. Two million people passed through crowded airports over the weekend. And despite all the warnings, there were parties like this in Miami and this in L.A. with 1,000 revelers and another in New York. And can you believe this? Anti-maskers invaded an L.A. supermarket, resulting in violent encounters and shouting.
1: You need the masks. You guys are all going to get sick.
5: Don't be stupid people, wear your mask. The fallout and anger continues over that hour-long call President Trump had with Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, in which the president pressured the official to find enough votes to put Georgia in the win column for him. There are now calls from some to investigate the president for election crimes, while others are furious that the call was leaked. Amber Cagliano reports.
6: The president is defiant today, unmoved by the growing outrage over his bombshell phone call.
2: I just want to find 11,780 votes.
6: He was secretly recorded alternately bullying and pleading with Georgia's secretary of state to overturn the election results.
2: Brad, what are we going to do? We won the election and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. I think you have to say that you're going to re-examine it.
3: Democrats are calling it despicable abusive power others saying
6: that it might merit a criminal investigation
2: if I hadn't heard that tape with my own ears I couldn't believe that a person in the United States would be doing that
6: In the hour long phone call you can hear the president warning Brad Raffensperger that he could face criminal charges if he failed to
2: comply You know what they did and you're not reporting it that's a, you know that's a criminal that's a criminal offense and you know you can't let that happen that's that's a big risk
6: to you, that's a big risk. But Raffensperger stands up to the president.
7: Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. We have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right.
6: It's not known who recorded and leaked the call. I spoke to reporter Rebecca Schramm from CBS 46 in Atlanta, who says Georgians have their suspicions.
5: We don't know who released the call. We're assuming it's someone from the Secretary of State's office, because not a lot of people had access to it. We know it's not someone from the president's team.
6: Is the Secretary of State being viewed as a traitor
5: or a hero to voters in Georgia. Democrats, they'll tell you what the Secretary of State is doing is heroic. And if you ask Republicans, they will tell you that Secretary Raffensperger is a traitor. It
7: is disgusting.
5: Republican Senator David
6: Perdue, who is running in tomorrow's all-important runoff, is not a fan.
7: To have a statewide elected official, regardless of party, take. Unknown t- to tape without disclosing, uh, a conversation, private conversation with the president of the United States and then leaking it to the press uh, is disgusting.
6: The president is heading to Georgia today for a big election eve rally. With just 17 days remaining in office, he still
5: refuses to admit defeat.
7: I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break.
5: And on the subject of tape phone calls, President Trump has also been upset that his wife was never on the cover of a fashion magazine during his time in office. But he may be more worked up about this than the first lady is. Audio just released of a conversation with the former aide seems to indicate that Mrs. Trump didn't really care about it.
6: A secretly recorded tape is revealing Melania Trump's true feelings about being snubbed by every major fashion magazine during her time as first lady. Folks said like oh we wanna do a profile. You profile. I don't need profile. Yeah. Uh, What I need another profile? It might be a cover. I'm like, might be a cover. I don't need I don't give a of and any
4: magazine.
6: The audio was secretly taped in 2018 by Melania's friend Stephanie Winston wolkoff who went on to write a scathing expose, Melania and Me. You're not the September cover. It Are you was, kidding me? No but do way. you imagine if you were? Like, no that way. would have been. Yeah, but they would never do it. I know. She released the tape after President Trump expressed frustration last week over the fact that his wife has not been featured on the cover of any of the world's top fashion magazines, despite her beauty and years as a fashion model. That's a stark comparison to the more than 12 covers Michelle Obama graced while first lady. Walkoff spoke about the recordings on CNN. And I think the importance of sharing this audio was to share with everyone that it's really Donald who is more concerned that Melania is not on the covers of these magazines right. because Melania was very realistic and upfront about the fact that the fashion entertainment industry was not supporting the Trumps, you know, from the very beginning. I'm so much import, more important stuff. It's, you know, it's, that's why. It's like, um, do I care? I don't.
5: The First Lady's office has not commented on this particular recording, but previously his claim is Wolkoff was breaking a non-disclosure agreement while trying to sell her book. Other news today, just about a week after a man blew himself up in an RV in downtown Nashville, two men decided to base jump off a Nashville hotel rooftop bar, causing chaos and panic in the midst of COVID. Megan Alexander is in Nashville with the latest
4: chaos and panic erupted after these two knuckleheads leapt off the roof of a luxury hotel in downtown nashville oh my god oh my god the shocking incident took place at the grand hyatt rooftop bar and the timing could not be worse coming as it did on the heels of the bomb that damaged or destroyed 45 businesses on christmas day and left the city on edge Oh oh my god The rooftop bar at the Grand Hyatt Hotel behind me right here, it's one of the hottest spots in town. And onlookers say two men calmly walked in, walked to the ledge, and jumped. Amanda Bagley shot the video. I noticed this guy, he was wearing a helmet and a GoPro. And once I saw the harness, and it looked like he was holding a bag. I thought, wow, they are going to jump. Hotel employees tried to stop the men, but it unfolded too fast. The first guy takes the leap, followed five seconds later by his buddy. Their parachutes open and they float to the ground. Huge relief to see them land safely and to hear that there wasn't you know, any any really bad injuries. Authorities say once they landed, the men, oh identified god. as guests oh of the hotel, god. got into a car and drove off. They are now being sought. The Hyatt released a statement saying they were evicted and banned from the hotel. We vehemently condemn this kind of reckless behavior.
6: Oh my god!
5: And you may have seen this video of a woman falsely accusing a teenager of stealing her phone. It sparked outrage around the country. The woman, dubbed Soho Karen, disappeared, but her identity is now known. Here's Lisa Guerrero. Um,
3: We're learning more about the young woman who falsely accused a black teenager of stealing her iPhone. Any regrets, Maya? Good. Thank you. Her identity is now revealed to be Maya Ponceto. A photographer caught up with her as she was leaving a McDonald's in Southern California, where she lives.
5: I'm
2: actually 22, so I don't know what the problem is here. No, but but he's he,
5: Puerto Rican,
2: so thank you. Oh, Have so okay. Take care Does that justify what you did?
3: Last week, Poncetto set off a national uproar for tackling a teen after claiming he stole her cell phone in the lobby of a hotel in Manhattan's trendy SoHo neighborhood.
2: That's why you. Are you kidding me? You feel like there's only one iPhone made in the
3: world? It turns out she had left the phone behind in her Uber. Poncetto returned to California before she could be questioned about the clash by NYPD detectives. The incident is under investigation. Turns out the young woman was allegedly involved. In an incident at another posh hotel last year, both she and her mother were charged with public intoxication after cops say they refused to leave the Peninsula Hotel here in Beverly Hills. They have pleaded not guilty and have a court hearing later this month. The parents of the wrongly accused 14-year-old have called
5: for Ponsetto to be charged. No, but, but and I'm also he, he,
6: Puerto Rican, so thank you. Oh, see, so okay.
5: By the way, the day after Ms. Poncetto and her mother were charged in that hotel incident in Beverly Hills, she was cited for drunken driving and has reportedly pled no contest. For almost 10 months, all of us have been giving virtual hugs, which is why this pre-pandemic video of a group of first graders was so special. Now we're sad to report that the teacher behind the video has died from COVID-19. She became
8: known as the hugging teacher after this video of her students hugging each other went viral. First grade teacher Zelina Blancas posted the video in 2018 with the simple caption what a nice way to end the week. It has been viewed more than 24 million times, reminding many of those long-ago days before the pandemic required social distancing. Today, the parents, students, and teachers at Miss Blanca's elementary school in El Paso are in mourning after she died of COVID-19. Christina Sanchez-Chavira is the school principal. How do you want Zelina to be remembered?
6: I want her to be remembered by um, the humble loving person that she was she was always very loving and caring and kind
8: the 35 year old tested positive for covid in october she spent nine weeks in the icu before passing away but she'll always be remembered for her kindness and warmth and those hugs
5: A GoFundMe account has been set up by Miss Blanca's family to help pay for the more than two months of hospital bills. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Next, Charlie's Angels mystery: Is actress Tanya Roberts dead or alive? Now you're
2: telling me that she's alive.
1: Plus, the steamiest bachelor shower scene ever, and meet all those bachelorettes. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back.
5: It made headlines, the death of former Bond girl and Charlie's Angels actress Tanya Roberts. Then, Stephen Fabian got quite a shock while speaking with her boyfriend.
8: Mystery surrounds the medical condition of Charlie's Angels actress Tanya Roberts, who was reported to have died yesterday and then today was said to be alive. Tanya suddenly collapsed on Christmas Eve after walking her two dogs. Newspapers across the nation today carried reports of her death. And I was interviewing her longtime boyfriend, Lance O'Brien, when the shocking, almost uh, impossible-to-believe news came in that Tanya was alive.
2: Now you're telling me that, that she's alive?
8: Oh, thanks the Lord. Thank God. He says Tanya did not have COVID, but was placed on a ventilator because she was struggling to breathe. He says due to COVID-19 protocol, he was not allowed to be at her hospital bed at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center To comfort her until what he thought were her final hours yesterday. What just happened, Lance? What was what was
2: that? The hospital's telling me she's alive, (sighs) and they're they're calling me from the ICU. So
8: the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya is still alive.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I'm so
8: happy. The blue-eyed beauty dazzled in the last season of Charlie's Angels, chosen out of 2,000 actresses. She was also a Bond girl in the 1985 movie Of You To Kill. And later, her best-known role was a ditzy mom on That 70s Show. Tanya would often speak with fans during live chats on Facebook. Facebook. Here she is from December 19th where she seemed like she was feeling fine.
6: Okay, I've been basically just hiking with my dog and doing my workouts in the house.
8: Her boyfriend says Tanya was experiencing problems with her liver function when she was hospitalized. He is obviously shocked and enormously relieved that reports of her death were greatly exaggerated. Oh my God.
5: Wow, incredible be on the zoom with him when he got that news. We do hope she gets better. When we come back, meet the women hoping for a rose from the New Bachelor.
6: <laughs> oh my God.
5: Matt James is the first black bachelor, and he's speaking with our Megan Alexander about making history.
6: What's going on?
8: Inside edition. I'm the New Bachelor
4: meet Matt James the first black bachelor since the franchise started 19 years ago
8: this is all new to me
4: what does it mean to you to be the first black bachelor
8: it's an honor you know it's not a lot of time that you get to be the first in something and I'm hoping that uh, as the franchise continues that this type of uh, situation is normalized what a man, what
4: a man, what a man. Matt already has pulses racing 32 women will try to win the New York real estate agent's heart. Kylie, a hostess from Chicago, actually showed up in lingerie. Are you nervous? Not anymore. San Francisco flight attendant Serena fell for Matt right away.
8: You look incredible. You good?
4: <laughs> oh my God, it's been five seconds and I'm already tripping off you. Chelsea from Brooklyn was a bit smoother. She's a runway model. Advice to the ladies, no cat fights.
8: I'm not about the drama. I don't, uh, it's something that I shy away from.
2: The women are literally falling for you.
4: (laughs) So what's Matt looking for?
8: Someone that I could celebrate and do life with, you know, someone who I can support and empower to be the best version of themselves and and vice versa. Uh, And fortunate for me, that's not something that is specific to a race. Cheers to falling in love.
5: Falling in love, indeed. The Bachelor premieres tonight on ABC and coming up next, a very devoted boyfriend. Finally today, a preschool teacher isolating after testing positive for COVID gets a nice surprise.
6: Surprise! I look out my window and my boyfriend is sitting on my roof. And and there he is, right there on the roof, unable to resist a visit while his girlfriend remains in quarantine with COVID-19. They even got to have lunch together from a social distance. Now that's a Romeo. <laughs>
5: and that is Inside Edition. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey.